drink beer, think beer. You're listening to Broodlands. Bloods episode 123. I'm Mark, and this is our Thanksgiving special. Today, we're going to talk turkey and craft beer with Stephanie Roethlisberger from Craft Beer Cellar, which is one of the best bottle shops going in Dallas. We're running down what you should be drinking for each course and how you survive the day and keep everyone in your family happy with beer. So, let's get drinking. So today we're here at Craft Beer Cellar, I would say Dallas's premier craft beer shop, and we are here with <laughs> Stephanie Roth- Roethlisberger. Sorry, I said that completely incorrectly. It's been a great addition to the neighborhood for sure. It has. It absolutely has. In how many years are you guys? Have you guys been in the neighborhood? It's been two one. years. It's only been one year. One year. October fifteenth was our anniversary. Wow! Congratulations wow. on your one year. And you came from World of Beer, right? I came from Bottle what? Shop. Bottle Shop. That's what, yeah. And Blind Butcher. And the oh, Blind okay. Butcher. And the Metals of Moth. Well, you've been all over the place. I came from all over the place. <laughs> yeah, you've been everywhere. And you are a certified Cicerone, right? I am a beer server. You're a beer, certified beer server. Okay. Yeah. So we're here today That's to talk about... <laughs> I saw these the Cicerone plaques on the wall over here. <laughs> Assumed you were one of them. The Hall of Fame. So are We you have work- one at the end of the table. Uh, well, then oh, he can yeah. join us if he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you working on your Cicerone, your next level? How hard is... Or how is it going? Is it... Pretty good. Re- is it really tough? Yep. Slowly but truly. How long do you think it'll be until you have that? Till I decide to take it again. <laughs> so you've tried it before. Mm-hmm. That did. How did it go? <laughs> I failed by three points. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the minimum score on that? Uh, you have to get an eighty. Okay. Man, that's tough. Uh, we we talked to Brian from the No Beer Left Behind podcast, mm-hmm. and he was it sounds like a very meticulous yeah, process. He, was, uh, he he failed it once too. I think he was going for his level one also. Yeah, I think so. And he failed it by just a few points too. Yep. He, <laughs> yeah. he said he said that's his problem was. There was a certain flavor that he can't detect that mm-hmm. apparently women are better at detecting. I don't know what flavor that is, but... Yeah. We are better at Women have detecting. better taste palates in <laughs> yes, general anyways, do. in most cases. <laughs> so. I do just fine. I just don't like to study until a couple days before. Yeah. <laughs> so the science part of it, you're just like, meh. actually great at science. Nice. Unfortunately, I'm not great at studying. Well, that's okay. Me yeah, either. That's, that's fair. <laughs> me. So that was me all through college. <laughs> so today we're talking about Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving is, when this comes out, will be tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about like pairing Thanksgiving food with beer. And so if you were planning a beer dinner, I want to know, since you're a certified beer server, how would you plan out? And let's just start with people showing up at the house, mm-hmm. you're hosting everything, and it's like cocktail hour type situation. Or, I mean, oh yeah, you how would get a you beer start? in everybody's hand, like, right? Full beer. Like the drinks prior Don't to start small, the loosen- slicing yeah. up the turkey, the loosening yeah, up the hour. What yeah, would you exactly. go for? I typically go for something lighter, something that's not going to overwhelm anybody's palate, just because we've got dinner and pairings right. coming up. So a Keystone um, Light, something like that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like to barrel age a Keystone Light, maybe. That would be kind of fun, actually. Randle Interesting it experience. With some jelly beans. <laughs> Get real weird. Yeah, uh, no, make a firkin with it. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I go for uh, Hans Pills is one of my favorite to okay. start people off with. I like a really traditional, just clean, crisp. Lager mm-hmm. of some sort, nothing flavored. Again, nothing that's going to overwhelm anybody's palate before we start eating and drinking even more. Yeah, just kind of a, a welcome, mm-hmm. welcome drink. And I've done tons of beer dinners with not only at my house but with restaurants yeah. and different chefs around Dallas, and it's 
that's what we always do is start with a welcome. It's always a full beer to kind of get everybody social and get everybody loosened up yeah. before we sit down and actually like start coursing things out. And with this one, I mean, I think alcohol, especially the holidays, especially it's if you It's a have, great social lubricant. Yeah. Sure. Say, if you have family that can get kind of, I don't know, tense, like you need that uh, cool. social lubricant mm-hmm. for sure to but, ease but, tensions. Yeah. But, but, but he's into it. Yeah, yeah. he's into it. Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> then the tensions rise if you go too far. Yeah, you got to have yeah. that nice balance. You got to have a nice balance. Yeah. Light, light ABV to start with. Yep, yeah, right yeah. Here. That's a smart idea. As you're working towards the football hour time, like you need to <laughs> maybe ease it back a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially with my family, where it's you know everybody gets so angry at the Cowboys or whatever when mm-hmm. they suck. So all right, so do you move into when you're planning then would you have a different beer for like an appetizer yeah okay so what, what are you looking for with appetizers what do you typically serve food wise so it really depends and I typically make the beer the theme and then I do my food menu around that mm. okay so one of the things that I've always done with restaurants I've done very few brewery specific beer dinners mm-hmm. um I was really lucky at Bottle Shop because we didn't have a kitchen. So I had a chef with me at the time, Josh Black, and he did several pop-ups there. And we would we would pick out all the beers. And then it was nice because we didn't have to do anything brewery-specific. So I had 700 beers at my disposal mm. to wow. pick from. And we would nice. be like, okay, so we're going to do this type of progression. And then he would make the food. And then we would kind of tweak from there because it, at the end of the day, it really mm. was about the food. But we would always start with, with the beers, like what kind of beers we wanted to showcase. We'd do a specific region rather mm-hmm. than a brewery so we do belgium or germany or oh, yeah. north texas we mm-hmm. did a beer dinner with michael pedicolis uh and lakewood and Bellum when they were kind of new and called it the super friends dinner yeah. uh-huh. that was nice. great we had about nine beers everybody was hammered at the end yeah, of <laughs> yeah. but it was it was really fun because yeah. we didn't have to just pick from the brewery's portfolio we had you know we went from five beers to 15 that we could play with yeah so it really just kind of depends on what the theme is so in this case, if you're playing Thanksgiving, what do you mm-hmm. what what do you think you would like? Your first thing at the top of your mind, what do you think you would go for? So when in doubt, go Belgian. Okay. For me, um, I typically stray away from what you know. With Thanksgiving, you're kind of working with a big palette of food, mm-hmm. and it's all sir. I don't know about your family, but my family just throws it all on a plate yeah. together. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So and mix it all up. Yeah. So I don't yes. go with things that are super flavor specific. Yeah. Like I don't pick a pumpkin beer or a cranberry beer or anything that's going to pair with one specific mm. disc because I know that everything is going to be all together. So I'll go with intensity over a specific flavor profile. So I'll start start with something lighter. Can't go wrong with a saison. Yeah. Saisons pair with everything across the board. Um, even intensity wise, you can pair a saison with with something pretty big. But I usually go from there and then kind of build to yes. to turkey time. Yeah, <laughs> the turkey time. So yeah. I usually do like dips and stuff, mm-hmm. and that's the beginning of Thanksgiving meal. The dips can vary from like hummus and carrots and mm-hmm. peanut chips to like cream cheese and that raspberry chipotle. And a lot of cheese. Yeah, it's, right? it's basically the cheese, the cheese time. The we do cheese. it. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's yeah. cheese. I mean, it's just the cheese hour. That kind of genre of things. What would you pair with like a group of? I, that's, not, that's like a really broad thing, mm-hmm. like from hummus to cheese. So because all of those things sound. Uh, like especially with the cheese like they have a higher fat content to me so i would go with probably a belgian triple again you've got like a stable Mm -hmm. flavor profile and you've got the carbonation or a belgian golden Mm -hmm. like a duval something to kind of cut that fat content with the cheese and with the hummus and all of that and keep your palate clean (laughs) for again for the the main show sounds so good okay yeah Yeah, no i like that That and are you still sticking to something that's lower abv yeah at that point oh no oh okay you're going higher like eight 
Oh, they yeah, oh, that's right. They are eight. Yeah, that's right. Triples are seven. Well, you saw, I was thinking more along the says on lines you were talking about. I was thinking now, like when I say intensity, I'm not talking about alcohol content. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about body of the, the beer. beer. Right. Yeah. 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 I was well, we go those, straight for the alcohol. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking lighter, like lighter oh, yeah. ABV with the saisons, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we need alcohol for Thanksgiving. The tri- yeah, sure. Your ABV is going to be a little higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, point. I was still, yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. You know, when she was saying saison, I. Yeah. yeah no, well, I get you. I got lost in the saison world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of what kind of saison are you looking for if you're going to do go that direction? So I like really traditional saison Dupont is my jam. Yeah. So if I were if I were to do that, I'd go Saison Dupont um, Foray, which we don't really see here anymore. That was one of my favorite Belgian style saisons, also in the Dupont family. Um, and then Funkworks makes a fantastic saison. Yes. We did that recently with the we did that with the candy pairing. Yes, mm-hmm. although it did not. What it, it kind of ruined. It was Starburst, was it? I believe. Starburst. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a weird it pairing. Ruined the, it ruined the saison. Yeah. Probably because it took it all away. It like turned it metallic. It was a cult thing to yeah. pair. I found. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. We did. A candy pairing, and we were kind of just like, "Here's some candy and some beer. Don't overthink it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here you go. That's a good way to approach it. Yeah, yeah we we found that actually. <laughs> people put the candy in the beer. I was like, you know, mm, what? there you go. Yeah, it's okay. Make it your really peanut butter style on, taste more peanut butter. I think we, we even switched things around to where we were talking to Brian and uh, like the Hershey with almonds actually went really well with. I think it was left hand oh, milk stout or something like that. Like yeah. really surprising combos, but then yeah, it, it, the Starburst ruined the Funkworks as well. Yeah, we, yeah, we went light from lager all the yeah. way down to uh, Deschutes Abyss and yeah. everything in between. Yeah, some of those pairings were, most of them worked out okay, but yeah, the yeah. the saison it was that was a terrible one. The lager actually made the candy corn better, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a candy corn fan, so it actually made it more palatable. Oh, yeah. I love I candy love corn. It. Yeah. <laughs> like my favorite part of We have a great divide on the table then because yes. I'm with him. I hate yeah. candy corn, but yeah, it was good with that. I like, can't resist it if it's like anywhere I near me. I like the candy pumpkins mm-hmm. like and the ones with the chocolate butt. The yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? Like the, like with, yes. the oh, old chocolate so butts. Good. Oh, they're so good. I love those. Mm, well, then what's the next thing on so, the list? I guess tur- main Yeah, the main course. main course. So do you go ham or do you go turkey? Ooh. Turkey. All turkey the way. all the way? Smoked turkey. Mm-hmm. So you're going very specific. You're going very savory flavors in, mm-hmm. which a lot of Thanksgiving well, flavors are going to be more savory and rich. Uh, yeah. So, so what would you go with? If you're going main course, what do you Let's, go with? Yeah. So that's kind of where the intensity comes in again. I would do either something like this. Again, like big, strong, mm-hmm. malty flavors. Nothing nothing flavored specifically mm-hmm. but this is a big like food beer that's a doppelbock so I really like the big rich creaminess of this right um, the big malt backbone or you can go a little bit sweeter and do a Belgian double or even a quad Ooh, sometimes yeah. I save the quad for dessert mm-hmm. um, I love quads something like that something just big and malty I don't typically go IPA hmm. um, if I did it would have been there in the first course and I would have gone with probably a belgian style ipa something right. with just a little bit of like esters what about a hoppy brown ale hoppy brown you could totally do because that brings a little bit of the malty mm-hmm. and the hops in as well for mm-hmm. a smoked turkey and it all depends on you know your palate too yeah, like at the end of the true. day it's mm-hmm. eat what you want and drink what you want tell oh, everybody yeah. else i just i take everything off. out i'm like here let's try all of these during <laughs> yeah. every course i don't know what any of this may taste like so an ipa really to get local yeah maybe more like a hop trap or something like that style. I do love yeah. Hop Trap. I have a tattoo of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to see that after That's this. dedication, yes. It is. Uh, yeah. Um, family Trip, actually, from Bitter Sisters. So oh, we were talking about Triple. I really do like Family Trip. That's a fantastic one. Mm-hmm. They really surprised me with that one. Never it was had awesome. that one. Yeah. That one would taste really good with the smoked turkey. Mm-hmm. So what about the flavor profile are you looking for when you're pairing it with savory and rich food? 
just big. Just big and bold. I go matchy bold. matchy on yeah. that. Yeah, for for Thanksgiving especially. Yeah. Again, because there's so much stuff like yeah. creamy mashed potatoes and mm-hmm. gravy, right. like everything is big. So I just go big. Yeah, big all the time. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Uh, I would say Thanksgiving's probably. I mean, outside of New Year's, is probably. In other veterans' holidays, like it's one of the bigger uh, drinking holidays for sure. <laughs> Memorial Day, anything to do with Fourth of July, get drunk. yeah, yeah, uh, and then anything New Year's, with the word holiday. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. even like, Christmas is pretty drinky. Drinking. I mean, it's not. yeah, but I, I find Thanksgiving, at least in the, the past five years, yeah. so, has become more of a drinking. And then the night before Thanksgiving. Especially if you're with family, you gotta that's, get away from family, go to a bar. That's when all your yeah, buddies come to town <laughs> yeah. and you go meet somewhere yeah, and have some yeah. drinks. Yeah. And then Black Friday, you wait in line for for whatever. For, yeah. yeah, and then you drink it in the line. Then you yep. drink in the line. Yeah. <laughs> so it's and you're doing it right. Yeah. Three days if you're of drinking. Doing it right. You get to do if you're doing all Thanksgiving correct the American way. Right. I don't understand why Bloody Marys aren't more of a staple in people's Thanksgiving. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> they need to be. Oh, good idea. They need to I'm be hosting, mine. so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put that in the refrigerator. Thank you. I always prefer those in the morning. A little beer in there too. Yeah, Splash no, you can do like a, a beer. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's like a doo doo. That'll be a midday drink for sure. Yeah. yeah. Bloody Mary's. Yeah. 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 You can have them until brunch. three. That's yeah. the rule. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if it turns three, it's smash on the ground. It evaporates in your glass after three o'clock. Yeah. It's like Cinderella and the pumpkin. What would you do with ham if you were to have a ham at Thanksgiving? So, ham typically I find, at least at my family, Thanksgiving is like a honey glazed ham. Oh, yeah. Something sweeter. For sure. So I would definitely go Belgian quad. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That sounds delicious. Kick up the sweetness a little bit and go there. Oh, you can do like a like quad glaze. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you so can good. definitely cook with a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. ton oh, of beer when it comes to Thanksgiving. That yeah, that's uh, the Hot Fusion uh, Ale Works. The vanilla, what was that? That was a honey vanilla pilsner? That they um, we had last week. Yeah, I can't remember now. Anyways, yeah. I forget the name of it. It was uh, a blonde, I think. A actually. blonde. I'm sorry, yeah. you're right. It was a blonde. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about blondes, and uh, that one would be real because it's super sweet without being overpowering. Oh, wow. and you yeah. really get the vanilla coming out of it. It's if you ever get over to Fort Worth, it is a damn good blonde. I think. It's, yeah. Is it the feisty blonde? It might yes. be the yeah feisty blonde. Is yeah. It. We have a ton of it. I, I love really the feisty blonde. <laughs> All right, gonna, it's a great beer. It is great. I think it tastes like horchata. It is good, which yeah. is like a delicious um, Mexican cake. If nobody, if anybody's yeah. like mm-hmm. not Texas savvy in our language down yeah. here, but it's so good. Oh gosh, it's such a good blonde. Which it's hobby? not a blonde. It's I mean, it is a blonde, but yeah. it's not a. Blonde. It tastes like breakfast cereal milk to me, right? which makes me completely happy. Yeah, exactly. Javi <laughs> said that it reminds him specifically the breweries horchata reminds him specifically of what he grew up with in Mexico, mm-hmm. wow. and so it just brings back all the childhood memories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And Three like Nations it. made a great horchata beer. So they do their, their milk stout, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They did it with horchata this year as a mm. seasonal. And so it kind of added that like deep, dark, chocolatey backbone to mm. the horchata flavor. It was fantastic. Oh, that's, that's good. I haven't, I, haven't had that. I haven't had a lot of the Three Nations stuff. So after the main course, are you going straight into dessert or do you have a palate resting phase where you're just drinking more? Well, I'm going to take a nap, probably. Yeah. A nap time. yeah, sure. You have to take a nap yeah. before the dessert. Or an after. Yeah, yeah. So, so there is an end game to my building in intensity. That's when I go to sour. And it's Ooh. mostly because I'm not a big chocolate person. Yeah. Otherwise, like, so I skip the chocolate pie. There's pumpkin. usually ten pies pumpkin at Thanksgiving. I, I could go pumpkin and apple. Yeah. But I go sour because at that point I'm feeling ready to die. <laughs> but I'm, I'm still going to eat dessert. True. And so I need some acidity. Yeah. yeah. So most of the time I go with something, I usually get two sours, and I'll get something completely non-fruited, like a goose, mm. and then I get something really fruit-forward, like the um, the Cascade Black Sharp Raspberry. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
So I'll do the goose with like a lemon meringue pie just to Ooh. keep it super sour. And then I go with the black cap raspberry if we do some kind of like raspberry or cherry mm-hmm. style pie. I don't go lambic. It's a little bit too sweet for me. But like I said, I need that acidity. So even a Petrus pale, something Dude. not fruited. Would- would you introduce an IPA at this end, Mark, to do like with a chocolate, if, if you were to do the chocolate and the other? If I were to do chocolate and IPA, I'd probably ones. seek out a black IPA, something something okay. roasty. So I know Mountain Standard from Odell mm-hmm. is a black IPA that's currently available. There's not a whole lot in the market yeah. these days. Um, I know they're kind I think of 512 still makes theirs, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Oasis made a really good one um, last year. I think they do it annually. So I would definitely do something with some roasted backbone to it yeah mm-hmm. would you do a pumpkin with a pumpkin or would you do coffee or is that with like no no i would not okay that seems overwhelming do, like, coffee mm-hmm. with a pumpkin i would yeah yeah seems like the roasted flavors of coffee would probably go yeah or even Pretty like good. the prairie pecan i think oh yeah mm-hmm. i think maybe yeah. i wonder if like drinking that pecan with the you know, like eating a pecan pie also would yeah. be just like pecan a, overload a, a, like an explosion <laughs> like if like a flavor explosion like, oh yeah my God. i wonder if they would really complement each other yeah. it. especially when people cause some people make really terrible pecan pies so <laughs> it could probably help that angle <laughs> yeah grandma's is great it's um, a great yeah it's poured on right good. just keep dipping it in but yeah i could see you know i put uh, bacon in my pecan pie Ooh, yummy. <laughs> yeah. i guess dessert's the best part what would you put with banana puddings mm, you know what i've never had a banana pudding oh for dessert on Thanksgiving or with beer at all, that would probably be good with that feisty blonde. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I banana agree. pudding usually would, has some vanilla in it. It does. Mm-hmm. It has like vanilla and milk and butter and cream. Yep, all of those. Mm-hmm. Vanilla and banana, wafers. Banana vanilla jello. Yeah, yeah van- vanilla wafers. Mm-hmm. Seems like it would be like you'd be, be sweeted really out at that point, unless like. I don't have a high tolerance for sweetness anymore, uh-huh. so it's like I get I, if I eat too much, I get like I feel physically ill, you know, too much sugar. I think yeah. I'd be sweeted out like one piece Me of pie, too. one sweet beer, and I'm probably oh yeah, done. right. Yeah, and, I, I again, agree. You could definitely cut that with something acidic. Yeah, um, that sounds good. Something Sours. or something really highly carbonated. Yeah, carbonation cuts fat as well. So again, back to like Duval or any kind of Belgian triple that yeah. can also be used in desserts, depending hmm. on what you're going for. Some sure. people like matchy matchy, and some people like contrast. Yeah, yeah. I like to mix it up. I usually try to do half and half. Interesting. So I like then, a little bit of both too. Mm-hmm. After dessert, you have the rest of the day to drink. It's probably what <laughs> five o'clock that the rest of the night to drink. So, well, that's when you break out whatever's in the yeah, closet. I was about yeah, to say you that. break that's out the when big you stuff. Bring all the, the big cool guns. Stuff yeah. That's when food is no longer a factor, yeah. and you you're just not keep thinking on about it. Yeah, the yeah. huge bombers out, and you're yeah. like, okay, what do you guys want to try next? <laughs> so, what do you what do you typically save for Thanksgiving, and what are you what are you bringing out at that time of year? So, the beers in my closet are beers that I have forgotten that I had. And then I realize that there's 20 people at my house, and then yeah. I throw them all in the freezer with a paper towel around them, and I say, yeah. let's just go for it. Um, I drink my beer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not very good at saving things. I have yeah. a box back there. It's for Thanksgiving, and the only reason I haven't taken it home yet is because I will drink them. Oh, snap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and conversely, like, I so try I to... to I, I have to hide them at work from Are myself. you doing the... Is it the Advent box that you're no, talking about? No, I or? just have, like, a little squirrel stash in the cooler. Oh, nice. And then nice. I put things away, and then... Like the day before, I will take them all home because no. they're not safe. Yeah, 
if I do take them home. I, I, I have that tendency too. I kind of yeah, like. It's I'm really bad at buying for me to beer and storing it, not drinking it fast <laughs> enough. Of course, I also try to keep my. I try to only drink once a week mm-hmm. these days. So my beer collection is built up quite fast. Which so, is why I haven't been beer shopping outside of coming here a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's because I always I would buy too much. I buy, ooh, this is good, this is good, and then I don't <laughs> drink it fast enough. So yeah. Well, back there in my stash is a uh, Rodenbach Alexander mm-hmm. for dessert. So they mm-hmm. do that beer every four years, and they came out with a special edition uh, oak food aged. Really? Rodenbach. And so I put one of those back there for myself. We do have some more. <laughs> I might have to go. Yeah. You're going to need to get one of those. And then I've got a Bell's Black Note. So I've got a barrel-aged mm-hmm. stout because my boyfriend's brother is super into those. So I'm mostly bringing that one to share. Um, and then I also have a bourbon barrel-aged sour, plum Ooh. sour. Mm. So I'm probably going to make a dessert for that beer. Yeah. Mm. What, would, what would be that dessert? I haven't decided oh, yet. okay. <laughs> i got to do some Googling. I'm not a dessert maker. Me I'll either. cook everything else up until dessert, and I usually let somebody else take Damn care it. of that. <laughs> what is this? What do I do now? Well, they have to measure. You have to measure everything. It's not like cooking where you yeah. can just throw Baking is harder. Yeah. yeah, you're like... Baking is hard. If yeah. you put not a pinch, and you put a little bit more than a pinch, it like ruins the, the whole thing. It's yep. funny. Like I'm, I'm a big Top Chef fan, and watching them, like, all, most of those people in that show... They always have like dessert challenges, and they hate making dessert because mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. screw it up so yeah. easily. Yeah. They hate it. They're either you're either a good pastry chef or a dessert chef, or you're just terrible at it. Mm-hmm. And most of them are just terrible at it. Yeah. So they end up simple, like something generally simple with like ice cream or something, or like but, apples a la mode. Yeah, yeah. 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 caramel yeah. apples a la mode. <laughs> yeah. ice cream is usually where I go. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, and sprinkles because I'm a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Nothing wrong with sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> Just toss everything into ice cream. It's like Thanksgiving <laughs> food. The more you toss into it, the better it right? is. Right? I yeah. like glitter, like, on my face. I mean, so, uh, like, glitter, the bane sprinkles, of my existence. Like, deal. everything. That's, I'm a child when it comes to that, too. Everything is No like glitter, that. thanks. No, I know. There, another great divide <laughs> on the side of the table. No glitter on this side of the table. Yeah, right. A little bit of... So it's just infects. infects everything. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's, a, it's all it over is. everything forever. Yes. It is the infection of the craft world. So. Yes, it is. Herpes yes. of makeup supplies, yeah. Yeah. craft supplies. Exactly. The herpes of crafting. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is. That's how they mark themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> so the the day after Thanksgiving, when you've got all these leftovers and you're still drinking, of course, mm-hmm. you wake up and you have a beer. What are you gonna What are you gonna do for the for the leftovers? Because the leftovers are the yeah. you let the food age for a day and it's you have much better. Thanksgiving turkey sandwiches. Yeah, right. pile it all on some bread. Put some yeah. cranberry Everything, on there. Whatever's on left. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you serving with that? Are you just sticking to something light and easy or whatever is left over? Just whatever's left mm-hmm. over. If there's anything left right. over, it's a combo of leftovers closet. at that point. Yeah. yeah. You just mix it all into a suicide. Just whatever's left in the bottle. Just pour it all you in your what? glass. Why not? Yeah. Keep it to the closet. See what you have left, and there you go. Yeah. Or made a bloody make a bloody mary out of it, like you were saying. Yeah. Make a make a Lotta. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a good one yet. I'm waiting for a craft Michelada. Yeah, that would be pretty good. But a craft Clamato. Or, yeah, craft Clamato. God, we had that once. That was disgusting. Worst uh, beer I've ever had. Yes, I is agree. Is that beer technically? I guess it is. Uh, technically. Sort of. It's it's made by a beer company. It's a liquid that's made by a yeah. beer company, yes. Right. That sounds awful. It's it, awful. It, it, was, it was awful. Yes. Clams and tomato juice with Clam, beer. It's clam juice and tomato terrible. juice with beer. This it's, is the first time I'm hearing. I'm hearing about this. It's, it, it's a Budweiser for a product. Reason. We'll make sure. Yeah. We'll, make, we'll make sure uh, Mr. Bearded Lady puts it in, in the box for you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Well, it's in the advocate. We, we got to drink it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. <laughs> so I'm making my box right here. Actually, so what box we're talking about is yeah. an advent calendar box. Mm-hmm. So I'm creating one in the place that we were at right now, which is the craft beer cellar. And we should and say you guys are selling advent boxes. They as are. We did. We are sold out of them. Oh, okay. Oh, well, so all okay. these that are kind of stashed around the store are sold and ready for pickup. And there are 25 beers. 24 beers. 24 beers. Uh-huh. 
So you get to open like a really cool one yeah. on the 25th. On the 24th, yeah. 20, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it depends what if you're... Day? If you're what, what if you're one of those families, you open your presents on Christmas Eve? I open my presents like the whole time, like <laughs> the 24th and the 25th. Yeah, that's the way we were. We'd open one present on Christmas Eve and then everything else on I Christmas I think we do day. family and then Santa is yeah. on the 25th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why only 24 then as opposed to 25? You know, I'm not terribly familiar with how Advent works. Oh, I have no idea. How I'm not I'm a not good Catholic. I'm like that too, and I don't remember so. how it works either. I think there's like <laughs> four know. candles, right? Usually it's chocolate. Usually it's the. We'll say that's all I had was little chocolate things growing up. Boxes with the doors, and you get one starting December first. And I have no religion, so I'm definitely not familiar with it. Sundays, like leading up to it, you you're supposed to get something special because that's when they light the candle. Oh, see, that sounds super Catholic. Yeah, Why the candle mean that is uber Catholic? I was raised Catholic, so I know these things. Now I'm remembering. It's all coming back to me. The sin mint right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's jogging your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Sin- sinful beer. Are you going right. to put a candle next to every beer for the Sundays? Oh my gosh, I'm not okay. that Catholic. No, yeah. okay. I'm, I'm like no longer. I didn't know how. I, mean, I didn't know how traditional you're going to go with this. Right. Yeah. Maybe I mean, that'd Hail be Mary's pretty legit. Say, yeah. Actually, that'd be pretty funny. It's like put a little candle and just like have a. Yeah, fed the beads as you're drinking. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about beads. Catholicism. Like, show my tattoo like while yeah. like, in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Face and all some Hail Marys. Yeah. That'd be pretty pretty legit. Oh so what God. kind of beer are you putting in your Advent box this year? Can you reveal that? So I can't secret? tell you what they are, but I can kind of give you a gist of what we went for. And it's just a really good mix of local, national, import, and styles. So it's like, hmm, it's our whole store philosophy in a box. So not all the ones that I'm collecting, the Christmas, Christmas, <laughs> there Christmas, Christmas. There are a Christmas, handful Christmas. of seasonals, too. Yeah, seasonals, yeah, okay, cool. I didn't say that. So it's it's all across the board. There's some beers that I think people are going to be surprised because they haven't had them in a while and they mm-hmm. forgot that they really like them or they don't venture Ooh. one way or another. Like some people stick to all imports, some people stick to no imports, and it's just kind of a way for us to to get people to branch out. Yeah. <laughs> so we were just talking about that. Sweet yeah. you guys to like So we we thought it out and everything. That. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really smart. I like that, you know, you're just bringing everything into introducing all all the different beers that you mm-hmm. have here to a person that's really awesome actually. yeah and some of them are regulars here and you know they have access to everything all the yeah. time but, I, but they they're gonna be they're yeah. gonna be thrown a curveball <laughs> i grab think. it and yeah then you're and then like mm, this box is yours by yep. the way <laughs> and there's others that are you know they're they're not necessarily into craft beer and hopefully this gets them into craft beer Hell and yeah. then there's other people that that are into craft beer, but they don't have access to all of this all the time. They don't mm-hmm. necessarily live next to a place like this, but they're, you know, one of their loved ones got them in the box for Christmas, so they'll get to try a whole bunch of different things as well. Yeah. yeah we were just talking about, like, uh, I see Sierra Nevada Celebration. I used to love that beer, mm-hmm. and it's been years. Uh, you know, it's with all the North Texas craft beer boom. I haven't thought about them, but, yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. You can go back and say, well, remember this was good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Give I mean, it a try. The problem is everybody gets... You know, a lot of people get into the local buying habit, of course, which is why, you know, Nikasi left or Southern Tier or mm-hmm. whoever. And plus, then you forget about the old standbys. Like, even we did the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale last year. Yeah. And we both hadn't had it in years. Yeah. I was like, man, this is still a really good beer. Like, yeah. I never buy it, but it's still a really good beer. Sierra yeah. Nevada's a great beer. Anchor Steam. Yeah. yeah. There's things like that. Like that the grandfather of the important. crap beer industry. Yeah. It's exactly. still good. Yeah. Okay, good. I was like, I need to get all these beers. Yeah. Keep them, on. <laughs> I, them out I, for me. I also get in a rut where I'll just buy the same. I tend to buy the same breweries over and over again. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I'm like I know this is good. I'm, I don't really. You're used to it. Yeah, I don't. I probably don't venture out as much as I should because you're also afraid of getting a terrible beer. But I guess that's part yeah. of the experience. 
something that you know you don't hashtag really drain like. pour. Yeah, what you're talking about. exactly. <laughs> right, Facebook hashtag drain pour. <laughs> exactly. All right, so for the upcoming holiday season, anything people should be on the lookout for? Like maybe they're not familiar with a new holiday beer or anything like that. Pray Christmas this year is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Anchor Christmas is definitely an old standby of mine, and I love the big bottles. Oh. I think yeah. they're great for yeah. you know family entertaining and put them in the middle of the table and having that communal feel with your beer you can share with more than a couple people and have like 20 makes sense Um, Golden Careless is one of my favorites Uh, and the St. Bernardus Christmas that will definitely be making appearance on our draft wall this year as it did last year Um, I think the legal draft their holiday beer this year is really really good too Mm -hmm. that Shoof that you got there mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. I had I, we I'm a Belgium get it in girl, Texas last year. so mm. I have to like Another put a couple of Belgian things in there. <laughs> I know, really. No, that Belgian like fans. Well, it's just I. I think we both don't get really to the earthy. Of I feel like it's a lot of too much like eating a lawn. That's my yeah. only problem. Yeah, they, they it's, and it's really and then my mouth is completely cotton mouth after drinking it too. And it's, see, like Mr. Bearded Lady agrees with them too, and yeah. he was mm-hmm. like, it tastes like pennies and dirt. And I'm like, when we were in Belgium, we went to delirium mm-hmm. like the bar the delirium bar because of me and he was yeah. like can i have like a sour can i have this and i'm like that you had to drink the triple and he's like no <laughs> we I also mean, went to cantillon which yeah. he was like going all over yeah mm-hmm. but while we were there i was like you have to drink the tremens and the nocturnum and all of these and he's like jennifer stop it's okay <laughs> and i'm like okay oh, then i'll drink also them drink them i just yeah, yeah they're not my preferred flavor pop, earthy yeah. tones yeah i love them I could just I love Belgian style beers. They're mm-hmm. my favorite. That's what brought me into the beer world. Is that what brought you in the me beer too? World? Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Uh, see in one of my first beers, craft beers, was that I still enjoy, conversely, this is completely con- contradictory to my Belgian anti Belgian stance, is the St. Arnold Fancy Lawnmower, which tastes like grass. <laughs> but I enjoy it. Some, it tastes like grass with cherries to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I like it. And but then most Belgians I just don't really go for very often. I'll still drink them, but I don't So you like the but, IPA earthy tones, like pine and grass and uh, no, he's more I like dank. I no, I tend to go for the I like the spicier IPAs. Like, I, yeah, you know, he likes. The, I love Dustin, the dank IPAs. Loves the, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Dank IPAs. Dank I like them. I'm not. They're not. My, I'm a big, bold, stout, boozy fan. That's yeah. my favorite category before. Big, bold, just bourbon barrel aged. Bourbon. <laughs> I love those in the winter, I'm, especially. Yes, I'm I, I do queen. like stouts then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Barrel talking, queen. He's like, barrel yes. queen. Yeah. Total barrel queen. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, like sours are growing on me this year. I used to hate sours. And I used to hate IPAs back in the day. They grew on me. I like IPAs now. Sours, I used to hate, and now I'm really getting an affection for them. I used to really not like Saison's, and I've come around on those yeah, quite a bit. Cezones, I like them a lot. And now I like them a lot. It's yeah. just, I think it's another, I mean, you know, your palate changes. That's why you have to keep trying things. Mm-hmm. I used to hate broccoli. I used to despise yeah. broccoli. I eat it every week now. It's like pickles. I didn't like pickles, and I like pickles. I still now. hate pickles. Oh, yeah. still. oh that's Maybe. unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. What was your first beer that introduced you to craft beer? That you were like, oh, this is why I like beer now? Because, I mean, back in college i mean mm-hmm. it's like keystone natty you know but yeah. Light and all that kind of stuff and i hated beer and then all of a sudden i was introduced to one what was yours the first one i probably picked up on my own without any any help or influence from mm-hmm. anyone was moretsu oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah yes belgian girl i love yeah. you well it was mostly out of necessity because yeah. we went to the ginger man in uptown mm-hmm. and they didn't have liquor Mm-hmm. And 22-year-old me was like, well, I want a shot of something. And so they said, this is what we do. We take Moretsu and we take Ace Pear and we put them in a glass and you just down it. And I was like, sounds great. Then <laughs> like, finally I said, let me try those separately. I wonder yeah. what they, they, it tastes really good. I wonder what they taste like independently of each other. Yeah. And so that, that got me learning a little bit about beer. I still didn't drink a whole lot until I worked at Metalsome Moth. And then 
oddly enough, Stone Sublimely Self-Righteous, somebody gave it to me, and they're like, I think you'll like this, and I did, and so mm-hmm. it got me into IPAs, and then it was West Coast from Green Flash, and then so on and so forth from there. So the across the nation? Did the moth just start out as just a job for you, and then mm-hmm. you just fell in love with beer? Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. I didn't know anything about beer until I worked there. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. But it did definitely help. That's when I really started actually drinking beer. There were a few times that I'd go into Londoner where mm. my boss was trying to get me into beer, and mm-hmm. he would. I'd go in and I'd say, okay, give me some beers, Carlos, and he would give me a handful here and there, and I would go in by myself and hang out and drink a few beers with him, and that was that. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't learn a lot about beer until I worked at Meddlesome Moth. I find when a guy takes out some uh, lady to try to get beer, it's it's a little harder. And that's what I noticed just, like, what I've been doing. And what I do is I always take out a girl, and I kind of ask, like, what the backgrounds, what her favorite flavors mm-hmm. are. And then, for some reason, I think females just have this ability of being like, you're going to like this one. Yeah. <laughs> and then you bring that bad boy out, and they're like, holy smokes, I do. And it, they always tell me, like... My boyfriend tries to get me these, like, dank IPAs, which I love now. And I'm sure a lady will love once she starts to love beer. But it's like, here, try this really juicy, hazy IPA. And mm-hmm. they're like, this tastes like crap. I don't know why, why you made me drink this. Um, have you ever found that, like, working here, working wherever you were, to, like, kind of find what a lady would love? Oh, yeah. I'm constantly a matchmaker. I love it. When it comes to beer. My best friend, she and I went to Chicago together. And at this point, I was into beer enough to seek out beer places. And... I would order, you know, whatever I wanted at whatever place that we couldn't get in DFW. And she would always try my beer and she would immediately just spit mm-hmm. it out and say, this is terrible. So well, I don't know why you keep trying it. But she would. She would take a sip of my beer everywhere we were. And she is a Budweiser girl and she continuously yeah, asked for yeah. Tawaka and people just laughed at her because they don't have Tawaka yeah. in Chicago. <laughs> Until we got to the Publican and I ordered a Duchess. And I said, don't touch this one. You're really not going to like this one. <laughs> and she took it, and she was like, no, I do. Wow. And she kept it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> okay. It. Budweiser's and Sours. That's the kind of girl you are. That's yeah. fine. That's great. That's <laughs> so awesome. you never know. But there's a lot of, lot of Q&A when somebody comes in here, and they don't, you know, they don't necessarily like beer. They're hesitant, or they don't know what they like, or mm-hmm. they don't know how to branch out. So typically we get them something that yeah. they like it's fun quizzing them too because yeah. you're like red wine white once wine, you get a couple of answers like? like yeah and it can be you know things like i was talking to a wine drinker the other day and i said it's gonna be weird but do you like balsamic vinegar mm-hmm. and do you like pickles and he's like yes i love those things wow. but i just don't like beer and i said come see me yeah I, like, wow. I, I can tell you so what, what you're it, gonna like what, what was the beer that you picked up for him uh flanders red okay that makes sense yeah cuvee jacobin rouge loves it so got hooked mm-hmm Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. Little tips of how to get your girlfriend to uh, drink some beer. Yeah. Well, that's why I think Oak Island's their white, white freaky deaky that they put out. Mm-hmm. I think that's, especially for wine people like my wife, that's a great entry point mm-hmm. because it tastes so much like white wine, but it's a beer. But it, yep. t- and it still has that little, the beer taste to it, but the without is- being overpowering mm-hmm. like some other beers. I think it's a great entry point. I think that, I mean, that was kudos to them for doing that. And it tastes so much like white wine. It's really dang good if you... Wine drinkers typically are looking for acid. Yeah. They want something really acidic sour. and so sour is usually the way to go mm-hmm. when it comes too. to wine drinkers. Yeah, but like my wife's a big New Zealand uh, white wine fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What do yeah. those taste like? For sure. I don't even know how to describe it. I'm not a wine person. Are they so. buttery? Grass. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're super grassy and yeah. like bell peppery. Oh, Almost weird. like vegetable. Yeah. So kind of crisp and like mm-hmm. fresh. Very yeah, crisp. Very crisp. Yeah. A lot of lemon, like kiwi. 
I didn't Fresh know you fruit. could get these tastes in wines. I mm-hmm. thought it was only in beer. See, to me, <laughs> like when I drink wine, I'm like, well, I mean, not that I don't like wine, but when I have one one next to another, a lot of times I'm just like, all right, well, I can't really. You can pick out certain flavors. Like I love, like if I drink wine, I typically go for like a Tempranillo. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like grading one wine versus another. I just don't have that skill. It's like I can't. I can't. I, I can tell you what makes. I'm you know, with you. I haven't done it enough to I, be able to do that for mm-hmm. sure. My palate is not trained to that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, me That's, either. I like beer a lot better. I just know how to tell people what I like. I don't know what kind of varietal I'm looking for at any point. Whenever yeah. I'm at a wine bar, I'm just like, I assume you know more than I do. Yeah. Much more than I do. So mm-hmm. here's what I like. I like big masculine flavors if I want a red wine, and yeah. I like the really grassy, acidic flavors if I mm-hmm. want a white wine, and I just tell them what to stay away from. I don't like oak. Yeah. I don't like sweet. So usually, same deal, just reverse. They find me something that I like and pair me up with it, and then I had no idea that I wanted. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, any other uh, holiday tips for beer pairing? Hmm. I don't think so, really. Do you have any other questions about think, holiday beer pairing? I think pairing? that's it for this for this round. Okay. I, I would like to round, yeah. talk maybe for Christmas, and we'll oh, come back yeah. and do another round. Yep. Like peppermint things. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about yeah, Christmas is a Christmas whole other ball where, game. Yeah, it's, it's a little more adventurous as far as the spice <laughs> spicy beers go. Yeah. Holiday spice stuff. Yeah. And with Christmas, I feel like you can kind of do a few more, uh, like, pairings where you're pairing specifically with a dish. Yeah. And then not like Thanksgiving where it's buffet style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we'll come back here uh, in about a month or so for another round with Stephanie. Uh, thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate your time. You. Come see Stephanie at the Craft Beer Cellar in Dallas off of Gaston. Happy Thanks for standing all of Marcus's hardball questions. We That's appreciate right. it. <laughs> I tried. that does it for our thanksgiving special thanks to stephanie and craft beer seller and above all thanks to you for listening if you're not subscribed to the show you should it's absolutely free and you can find us wherever fine podcasts are found if you have any comments you can email us at brewbloodsshow at gmail.com that's brewbloodsshow at gmail.com or you can call the hotline at 469-573-BEER that's 469-573-2337 so for stephanie and dustin and jennifer i'm mark saying prost And remember, always drink responsibly or take an Uber.